0: Hello everybody, my name is Nkozi and welcome to the Two Sides of a Coin Podcast. This week we're going to talk about some TV because the movie scene isn't really on this week. Next week we're going to have a lot of movies, we're going to have Guardians of the Galaxy, we're going to have a couple of others, but this week is a little bit of a slow week so I decided to go a little bit into TV. So the two TV shows I'm going to talk about, one wrapped up its season a couple weeks ago. The other one just came out this past week. First being the quasi-reboot of the famous show from Scott Bakula, Quantum Leap. The second one being the brand new Amazon-branded TV show from the Russo Brothers called Citadel. So, let's get into it. So, in talking about any kind of reboot, there are always three ways that you can go about it. The first way is to completely reboot the franchise. You take the same characters from the previous version of the show, you bring those same characters over and you start over from scratch. And we've seen that happen with some amazing performances. My favorite one is the show Battlestar Galactica. That is a straight reboot from the previous sci fi show that came out. We've also seen it in movies with Star Trek, where they rebooted the original TNG, well, not the TNG cast, but they rebooted the original cast and put them into new movies. So that's one way. The second way you can do it is to set a show before that previous entry so you're doing a prequel to that old classic show that everyone loves in that way you get to preserve everything that happened in the show but by moving back in time you do give yourself some problems in that everything that happens in regards to your show needs to not overwrite what happened to the original show So that is another way to do it. The third way to do it, and it's actually the way that I like the most, is to do a sequel or a continuation of that show. So instead of doing a prequel where you are working within this tight box of we need to do our own thing, also everything we do needs to lead up to the start ...of the old show that everyone loves. Instead of doing that, you move on from that old show. And you do your own thing. Because when you do a sequel, you acknowledge everything that happened in the past. However, all the things that are happening in the future are now your own. The, f- the entire trajectory of your show is wide open to go whatever route that you want to go. And that's what happens... With this new version of Quantum Leap. Even though it has the same name of the previous version that had Scott Bakula. It is not the same show. In that it stars a brand new cast. While certain elements of the show are still the same. This is in its own way a completely different show from the previous Quantum Leap. And because it is that different... Because it can explore its own destiny, it goes its own way, and I really appreciate that. So let's go on and let me tell you what I think about this rebooted version of Quantum Leap. Well, not reboot, but a sequel, a spiritual successor to the previous got the classic, Quantum Leap. Now this version of quantum leap takes place 30 years after that previous version of quantum leap and immediately it goes into that the government has restarted the quantum leap program which if you are a fan of the previous show you know what the quantum leap program is it is one person who jumps into the body of somebody in the past and because he jumps into that body in the past He needs to figure out and stop the original event that happened to that person. So whether it's they did something bad or they did something good, he needs to make sure that the main event that happens in their life needs to not happen. And instead, it goes a completely different route. So with this show, instead of having Scott Bakula with Sam Beckett while he is mentioned... He never shows up in the show. Spoiler alert, he is not there and they are very open that he isn't there. Who you do have is Dr. Ben Song who is the main character who's played by Raymond Lee. You may know him from the TV show Kevin Can F Himself because he is Sam, the bartender in that show and this really highlights one of the real good things, in my opinion, about this show. And that is, he is the lead. So just like with Sam Beckett's character in the previous Quantum Leap, where he jumps into people and he might be wearing their clothes. He might be, what's the word? He might be jumping into somebody who is doing something actively in that moment. In one of the first couple episodes of Quantum Leap, he jumps into somebody who's sparring and then he gets knocked out because he has no idea what's going on. Just like in that aspect, it shares with Quantum Leap. The difference is how this doctor deals with it than Scott Bakula's doctor. Both are smart. Both are capable in their own way. They may not be capable in everything. However, they are capable enough in the one way that counts, which is their heart. One of the great things about Raymond Lee is that because he is in this role, he is essentially allowed the breadth of character that not many people are being allowed, especially uh, AAPI individuals are not necessarily allowed this breadth of character or the chance to have this breath of character very often. He is the center stage. He is the catalyst for the show. And he steps into that role. And in my opinion, he does wonderfully. When he is being heartfelt, when he's giving the classic good speeches that everyone needs to hear, he absolutely shines in those moments. And he comes across as being a 100 percent sincere what I also love is they're actively showing that this guy is a love interest that this guy is attractive that he is a good looking man and the reason why I say that is because I grew up in the 90s so I remember when Jackie Chan was really big How in a lot of his movies, some of the most famous movies you remember Jackie Chan in, Jackie Chan did not end up with the female lead. You didn't see them kiss. You didn't see them in romantic moments. That was kind of walled off. It was just action. And even in instances where, hey, he's interested in somebody, it really looked like they turned out to be friends. More than anything else. It's a real thing. And I really ask anyone who doesn't remember that time. Please go back and look at some of those older movies. Or biggest example. Romeo Must Die with Jet Li. He does not get Ashanti in that movie. They are not together. It is made very clear. So it's a weird thing have happened where he's considered the Romeo but there is no actual like attraction between the two in that movie and that was more of a directing choice than it was oh they just don't have the chemistry because even if they don't you try if they if he wasn't Jet Li they would have tried but because he was Jet Li and because that is a real thing that happened in Hollywood, and it's still happening to a certain extent. That's why I appreciate this even more. He's allowed to be the sex symbol. He is allowed to be the attractive man that women actually want to be with. So I really do appreciate that about this show in and of itself. It also doesn't help, or it doesn't hurt, that... The supporting cast is actually pretty solid. You have uh, Caitlin Bassett. She plays Addison, who is his observer, who acts more like the character of Al, Calav- Al Calavici from the previous version of Quantum Leap. So she's his observer. And you also find out she's his fiance. So there's a whole lot of stuff going on with that. You have Nanrissa Lee, as Jen Cho you have Ernie Hudson coming in there and he is just killing it and you also have Mason Parker Alexander as a uh, Ian. So this cast is all really solid. They all feel like they are actually friends. So when they come across as close coworkers, even friends working on this quantum leap project, You feel like, hey, they actually care about each other. Sometimes that doesn't necessarily come across. And to their credit, whenever they are together, it feels like they all cohesively move together. It also feels like they're friends, which is not easy to pull off. So big ups to the cast in that regard. One other thing I really like about this show is that it has some good set design. So, this show, obviously just like Quantum Leap, you move through time periods. You move through space and time. So, he may show up on a battleship. He may show up in an insane asylum. He may show up in the Old West. He may show up on a space shuttle. All of these things are possible because he is leaping through time and space. So they have a lot of really good practical effects here. There does not look to be an incredible amount of green screen. So you really do feel like for the most part they are where they say they are. So this was really good A uh, set design in terms of they're working for the most part. On actual sets, it feels like they're working on sets, but the crew that did all that work did some amazing jobs. They were able to hide a lot of that obviousness that can happen at times, and the CGI work and the cuts for the camera really went above and beyond in making this seem Like, he is in these multiple places. He is in the Old West. He is on a battleship, even though they may not spend as much time on the battleship. So, that's that's big ups to this show. That doesn't mean this show doesn't have any flaws. So, what are some of the flaws of this show? Well, this is good set design. However, this show does not have a lot of money. So, let's be honest here. And there are times when you can tell that they are really trying to make this work on a shoestring budget. Not that it's particularly bad, but there are some moments where it is just obvious that, hey, you wanted a little bit more, you know, CGI in there and it doesn't bleed through. So you're just kind of left with the, ah, well. This is really the height at which the show comes up. So you just kind of let it go. Also, this is this can be a little straightforward at times. There obviously is a through line for this. Although the through line for this season is very, very small and doesn't really show up at first. However, while the through line doesn't affect everything as much. The plot can be a little bit straightforward. You can see certain twists coming a mile away. Sometimes the show really surprises you. Other times, it really doesn't. That's not necessarily the point of the show. A show doesn't always need to surprise you in order for you to enjoy it. However, that is something to keep in mind. So when looking at this show, this reminds me really fondly of the old USA Blue Skies and Sunshines method of doing a TV show for those of you who don't remember back when USA in the early to mid 2000s they were doing a lot of shows like Psych and Monk and Burn Notice and Royal Pains and all these shows had a particular beat which was The good guys win, the bad guys lose. It's always gonna be blue skies and there's always gonna be sunshine. So this is that kind of show. This is the kind of show where you can put it on in the background while you're doing other tasks and it's just a fun time. This is not peak TV. This isn't, oh, The Wire or any of the super high quality TV shows that are out there. This is fun, enjoyable stuff. And if you can enjoy this, then I think you're going to have a nice time. As long as you're not expecting too much out of it, I really think you'll have a good time with this. Now, good news is the first season is over and it's already been renewed for a second season. So There's no worry that this show is going to be canceled anytime soon. However, I will say as long as you go into it with a good mindset and with knowing what you're getting into, I think you'll have a good time. This show is a nice home-cooked meal. A little bit on the low side for a home-cooked meal. However, home-cooked meals are nice. It's better than fast food and you're not going to starve. While watching this show, so if you've seen the new version of Quantum Leap and you agree or disagree for any of the points that I brought up, please let me know in the comments or let me know in an email, and I'll gladly hear. I want to hear back from you guys, so please let me know. When talking about the mega stars in terms of directing. That is, the Russo Brothers. The interesting thing about them is that while they have a lot of critical and commercial success, their their success really is contained in only the Marvel movies. As we all know, the Russo Brothers, they directed Captain America The Winter Soldier. They directed Captain America Civil War. They directed the last two Avengers movies and all those movies are great the Russo brothers can direct we've seen them they can do a lot of great stuff in regards to action in regards to story they can keep everything concise and I really do love them when it comes to the Marvel movies outside of the Marvel movies however they are much more missed than they are hit in fact, of the non-Marvel movies that the Russo brothers have done, only three of them have had decent success. We're not talking amazing success. We're not talking Avengers level or Captain America Winter Soldier success, but decent to good success. So those three movies are Extraction, the Netflix movie with Chris Hemsworth. They had some Pretty decent success on that, so much that they're even doing a sequel to it, so that shows you that they can work outside of that. They were the executive producers on Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is absolutely an amazing movie. If you haven't seen Everything Everywhere All at Once, you really should. However, they didn't write or direct that movie, so they were involved, but they weren't involved in necessarily the overall creative vision. And the last one, which is a comedy, is You, Me, and Dupree. It is the Owen Wilson and Kate Hudson-led comedy, and it was way back in 2002, I believe. So the Russos, while they have had success and they absolutely deserve all the credit that they get, when it comes to a non-Marvel property, they've, they've had some failures as well. So, when you're going into the TV show Citadel, which is written, directed, and executive produced by the Russos, is it going to be more of a Marvel hit? Or maybe something that's a little bit disappointing, kind of like the movie 21 Bridges with the late, great Chadwick Boseman? We know how well he can act and. That movie was not an amazing movie. It was okay at best. So let's jump into it and let's see about this TV show, which only the first two episodes dropped, so I can't give you my full review, but I can definitely give you my first impressions of the TV show Citadel. So Citadel stars Richard Madden, who of course we all know from Game of Thrones, and... Priyanka Chopra Jonas, for those of you who only know Priyanka Chopra Jonas from being married to one of the Jonas brothers, you'll be surprised, which you really shouldn't be to be honest, to know that she is a very well-regarded Indian actress, she's one of India's highest paid actresses of all time, as well as she was a Miss World pageant contestants. I believe she won Miss World. I need to look that up just to confirm. But yeah, she won Miss World in 2000. And she's also considered one of the 100 most influential people in the world among one of the 100 most powerful women in the world. So this has a lot of star studded power. Also in this TV show, you're going to have Stanley Tucci, uh, Leslie Manville, uh, along with others. So let's really get on to what Citadel is about. Citadel is about a spy agency. A spy agency, as you know in the trailers, that they listen to no one agency. They are for the betterment of all. They spy, they shoot, they kill, all to protect the common good. However, they are betrayed by a former Citadel agent and now Richard Madden and Priyanka Chopra Jonas's character have lost their memories and now they are trying to regain them back as well as to stop the cataclysm that's going to come in the future. So, let's let's jump right into this movie here. Oh, and You'll notice I called it a movie instead of a TV show. And I'm going to be 100% honest. When I first saw the promotional stuff for this TV show, I thought it was a movie. I did not know it was going to be a TV show. I thought, this is a movie. This is going to be a nice, clean, two-hour affair, and we're going to be in and out, no problem. So when I found out this was a TV show... I had some doubts. I thought, wow, this is this is going to be a long form instead of a short form. You know, spy agencies don't necessarily work in terms of a TV show if you're going for high action unless they're done really well. Or they're comedies like Chuck. They don't really work in terms of TV shows. Unless they're in a particular box where people want to come back every week. So that's that's one thing I did notice. Um, but let's, let's go into the good. Because I was about to dip into the bad. Let's go into the good. The good is the action in this is pretty solid. Uh, Richard Madden and Priyanka Chopra Jonas look like they really worked hard on their action scenes. And while there might be stunt doubles here and there, obviously in the work of that, the scenes where you see their face, where you see them doing the action, they look like they are competent. They look like they are who they say they are, which are badass spies. So that is an absolute bonus in regards to when you can get your main actors to look like they are competent in what they are doing. It's always a big old check mark in regards to that. Also, the chemistry between Priyanka Chopra Jonas and Richard Madden is really good. These two, when they are on screen together, you'll see them a little bit before they lose their memories. And the heat is there. You feel like there is some care. You feel like there is some pain you feel like there's a lot of stuff that wasn't necessarily said so I really do like the fact that we are getting that out because these are some really good actors and they portray that ably on the small screen also when Stanley Tucci comes in Stanley Tucci of course he is a career actor he comes in He's going to give you solid performance after solid performance. And that's exactly what Stanley Tucci does. Stanley Tucci gives you an absolutely solid performance here. So I was absolutely fine with what Stanley Tucci gave in regard to this TV show. Outside of that, however, I was not fine with this uh, TV show. Um, So the first shot you see in regards to this show, is it starts off where it was upside down, and I first started watching this on my phone, so I thought, oh, my phone just had a bad orientation, I flipped it, I flipped it again, and I realized, oh, it shot upside down, so it didn't start off great, and it goes the second episode, when you see that, it also starts upside down, so I do appreciate The Russo brothers and they do know how to really sell action when the action is on it's good however if you have motion sickness you're gonna have a bad time with this movie because there are scenes where the camera is moving a little bit too fast and it's gonna throw you off a little bit also everything else in regards to this movie kind of In regards to this TV show, and that's the problem, again, I'll get to that later, but everything else in regards to this TV show just kind of fell flat. It didn't feel like it had momentum. You knew what the point of everything was. It was cohesive. It just felt like there was no urgency in regards to what was happening on the screen. You'd get super smart spies, however, you'd also have some really Dumb moments, which I'm not going to really dive into because it is the first two episodes. However, it just, it bugged me how they can be so smart in one instance and so dumb in others. And that that really stayed on my mind in regards to this entire TV show. And really the final thing that I just had an issue with. In regards to this, is as something I talked about before, this feels like a movie that was converted into a TV show. There are times when one form of media is wrong for telling a certain story. This feels like the wrong format for telling this story. I would expect Citadel to be a Netflix movie or an Amazon movie. That feels like it was the right medium for this topic. To get it as a TV show where, yes, they left off on a cliffhanger and now we're going to have to wait for the next episode. Personally, I just have no desire to wait for the next episode. And I know it's probably going to start the same way with the camera just being upside down and me waiting for it to tilt right side up because... There really is no point and it's just going to delve right into, hey, this is what's going on in regards to this TV show. It's not a movie. This should have never been a movie, but it, it feels like a movie. One of my biggest problems with the Marvel movie, The Eternals, was It felt like a TV show that was converted into a movie. It felt like there was a lot of story that, to me, was interesting in regards to Eternals. The problem with that interesting story is that it was condensed into a format that it shouldn't have been condensed to, in my opinion. Eternals worked great when it was with everyone together, when they were talking the problem is you didn't get a lot of that because it had to prioritize all of the things a movie should prioritize. If it was a TV show, however, I feel like you could have gotten much more nuance. You could have gotten some great scenes between these actors and you could have really seen an amazing TV show if Eternals was shot as a TV show. The same thing goes for sadly Citadel this feels like it is a movie this feels like the plot should be at most two two and a half hours if it was a tight 90 minutes it feels like this could have been an amazing Amazon movie that we could have gotten sequels off of however since this is a TV show since this has so much more story to tell and mind you It's only six episodes. If it feels like it's dragging now, I can only imagine how it's going to feel when you have the fourth or fifth episode or even the sixth episode that comes out. I'm not trying to knock this show. I do think it can get better. It's just hard to see that right now. It's hard to see the forest through the trees. And this show, it just... It's not giving me what I need. Like there's this hot part in the center. And that is Richard Madden and Priyanka Chopra when they are together or Richard Madden and, you know, Stanley Tucci when they are together, the show is working. When they are not, they don't. So there's this hot part in the middle and everything else feels like it has freezer burn because it just feels cold and lifeless and at least for right now it doesn't feel great so this isn't a starving because I am getting something out of this and I would think it's at the highest highest form of fast food this is your like gourmet fast food where yeah you love it however You do feel bad when you look at that price tag and you say, I paid this much for this. I mean, the food's good. I wouldn't necessarily say it's that good. But you push it aside and you keep it moving. So sadly, I I wish Citadel gets better. I hope it gets better. I think it does have the ability to get better. I could be eating my words at the end of these six episodes and I hope I am because I want to see the Russo brothers succeed I want them to create their own mini universe and I hope the Citadel would be that as a movie not necessarily as a tv show as a tv show it needs something else so yeah like I said it's high fast food and we'll just leave it there and I'll hope that it'll get better I'll still stick in and I'll watch the rest and I'll let you know if it got better or worse. So if you saw the first two episodes and you liked what you saw and you completely disagree with me, please let me know in the comments or email me. So if you want to hear more about the podcast you want to contact us, there are several ways you can do it. You can hit us up on Twitter. That's at two sides coin. That's T W O S I D E Z coin, all one word. If you want to get us on Instagram, that's two sides of a coin. If you want to email us with your opinions or any kind of comments that you might have, it's at two sides at gmail.com. That's T W O S I D E Z podcast, all one word. At gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys in regards to your opinions and how you want to move forward. Or how you want the podcast to improve. We're always open to your guys' opinion. So, you can hear the podcast on Podbean and on Spotify. And we would love to hear from you. So, everybody have a good rest of the week. And we'll talk to you guys next Wednesday.